Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of An Unlikely Friendship. <laughs> um, it's episode freaking nine, and today we're going to be talking about expectations. So, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, another episode. Wow, Matt, so enthusiastic. You seem very dead today, to be honest. <laughs> I'm so tired already. I didn't even take a nap this time. Oh, did you That's not? Fine. I only have the time to take a 15-minute nap, which is literally nothing because it takes me like 10 minutes to go to sleep. (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah, expectations. Do you want to start, Matthew? (laughs) All right. Well, um, I guess our first bullet point was expectations that you put on yourself versus external pressure. And I guess to put that into perspective, uh, I guess when I was younger, I would say... I always felt like my parents expected a lot from me just because my sister was, was really good. And I guess like in school, she was always top of the class. And so I felt like I had all this pressure to live up to the same standard that my sister put out. But I think as I've grown older, I realized I don't think my parents really cared too much about that. And I think it was a lot of my own, pressure that I was putting on myself that I thought my parents really wanted me to to perform well and and then I put a lot of pressure on myself to to be good but then I don't know I don't really like pressure and I I, I kind of the opposite now where I just kind of go with the flow but I say when I was younger I was very I felt like I had to to meet up to this unrealistic expectation but yeah but when you're talking about these uh, expectations I guess in this context, you were just talking about like academic performance, right? Yeah, for a lot of it was academic, right? Because my sister's two years older, so we went to the same elementary school, middle school, high school and stuff. So a lot of, especially in the early stages of elementary school and middle school, a lot of our teachers would just be like, oh, are you your sister's brother? And I'll be like, yeah, I am. And I just felt because she was so good that I had to always meet up to some sort of standard that I just couldn't I mean this is sort of interesting because like you're the younger sibling and I'm the older sibling so I can't relate to that but I think my sister can relate to you like for sure I mean what is she supposed to live up to your your (laughs) (laughs) FYI it was actually I performed fairly well in high school I was actually not the best student but I did really well um and it's not like I was a teacher's pet or anything, but teachers definitely liked me. Um, but point is, like, I definitely did better in school academically than my sister did. And I think she definitely did feel that sort of comparison. Like, our teachers, yeah. like, if we ever had the same teachers, they'd know, especially because our... Well, Your last name's pretty... Well, it's very unique. unique. And so for the most part, they could tell, like, oh, like, are you the like, Katie's sister? And then... I think one time she did tell me that one of our math teachers that we both had literally was like, oh, like, you're Katie's sister? And then, like, he looked at her, like, test mark and was like, like, what? Basically, like, what happened here? (laughs) It's hurtful. But, yeah. I mean, and I can't imagine. I mean, like, I never went through it, but I I definitely – feel for like younger siblings in that situation like I can imagine it just totally sucks to like be compared in that way and stuff and like feel like you have to live up to it or whatever I definitely have a running theory though that the second child is always better than the first why they're always (laughs) taller um smarter physically stronger and I mean I think at least so far, I'd say like 90%, I'd say the second sibling is always taller than the first. Your best friend, is her younger sister taller than her now? No, she's just starting to be taller than me. My best friend's pretty tall. She's like 5'6", 5'7". Like for a girl, especially an Asian girl, that's fairly tall. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So maybe that's the only thing. But I'd say, like, I'm taller than my sister. In, like, yeah, friend group and, like, cousin group, I'd say most of the times the second one's taller. But I guess it also depends, like, who's the boy, who's the girl. Yeah, it's also different. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I'd say like in your case, your sister's taller. I'd say in my lab's case, there's two pairs of sisters and the second one is also taller. I think it's just one of those things. It's 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 true. The second the second child is always better than the first. It's not better. What I will Hands say down. is maybe you're better off because the parents make all the mistakes with the first child and then they don't make all the same mistakes with the second one, you know? Definitely. But I like to think like like you can't really tell what's a mistake though until later on. Right? Well, I'd say like, you can, you know, like But you and your sister are what, three years apart? Yes. Yeah, and me and my sister are two years apart, right? Like they can't really tell if if they screwed up the child. If, okay, not in that sense, but in terms of like parental care, like for example, like holy crap, didn't realize I shouldn't do that. Like But you're still alive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but, okay, for example, I don't know if I should be putting this up there about my parents. (laughs) Uh, But basically, like, my mom, this was when I was, like, a a baby. I think I was, like, maybe two years old or something. And um, she put me on the kitchen counter, apparently. And in our house, we have one of those, like, Asian water kettle things where it just keeps the hot like it keeps the water hot all the time and then you can just dispense it from there right Mm -hmm. so apparently my mom put me on the counter and I was near one of those things and she turned around for a second and I guess I freaking pressed the button and the boiling hot water went on my freaking leg and I got like a I don't know a second degree burn or something like I got a very big burn on my leg so that's what I'm saying. Like, obviously, once she made that mistake with me, she didn't make that mistake yeah, but again. But do you have scars? Um, I think, I think, I don't think I have a scar from that anymore. Yeah, so that. you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, I say like that's more on a manufacturer's problem. You guys probably had like an old water kettle because you need to press two buttons to dispense. Yeah, this. you do now. Yeah, but probably back then. Yeah. It's kind of your fault for pressing the button. <laughs> I was a baby. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like if I was a kid, I'd be smarter. You know, just just wouldn't press that button. That's what you think. But anyway, just, you know, so if anything, I just feel like the second child's better off because parents just know better of how to be parents. Yeah, but maybe, child. you know, because they're the second child, you don't care as much. You know, it's like, okay, well, Katie got hot water on herself and she's fine. Like this second one, she's gonna be fine too. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Where like you're just more relaxed because you realize that, not that it's not hard, right? But I assume it's just you've done it once before, so everything else just feels easier. So like, it's like okay, I can be more relaxed. I don't know. I've never had a kid, so that's true. Maybe we'll know one day, Matthew. Yeah. Um. But, you know, in terms of uh, pressure, there's also just, like, different kinds of pressure, right? There is, I mean, considering we've been going to school for, what, like, 20 years or so <laughs> out of our 24 years of life, that's obviously well, a big one. You've pretty much been going to school all 24 years. Like, I, I'm including university. Oh, I guess except the first four years, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I I think I started when I was three or four, preschool, and then ever since then, it's been nonstop school. So, obviously, like, academic pressure is a huge one. Although, like, when you're a kid, it's not so much academic pressure. It's, like, that doesn't start until you start getting, like, letter grades, right? Mm -hmm. But still, that's a huge portion of our lives. But then there's also, I guess, now that we're older, like, job pressures and then, I don't know what else, like, relationship pressures, I mean, it's always peer pressure. I mean, like from yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I'd say like generally, I think I put more pressure on myself than anyone else does. I think I that's think... usually true, though, isn't it? Uh, well, because yeah, no one actually cares about you. <laughs> so there is no mean. <laughs> actually, okay. I feel like okay. I feel like that's true for people like us. Like, people who have at least some sort of ambition, you know, like, there are obviously people out there who don't do much and are just content not doing much. And in that case, I guess they don't have much internal pressure. But 
Like, I don't think most people are like that. I think most people have goals and stuff. And in that case, it is more internal pressure. Like for me, like obviously my parents expect me to get a job, but it's more pressure on myself that I want to find like the right job for me and I don't want to settle. And like, I don't, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'd say it's also kind of, I'd say we've been kind of lucky. I think it's more of like Western culture where our parents don't really put a lot of pressure on us. I'd say if we say if we're still, uh, if I lived in Hong Kong or something, there's a lot of pressure I feel like from parents to do well, just because, yeah, I just feel like the, the whole culture is different where not like your parents live through the child success but it's like bragging rights where oh like my kid managed to get into this school like oh your kid only got into that school like wow that's yeah i'd say here not not a lot of pressure at least i used to think i had a lot of pressure but really i think when i look back i just know it was just myself giving myself these unrealistic expectations I mean, I always thought that my parents expected me to do well in school, but I kind of definitely expected myself to do well more so than they did, I think. And it's weird when I first failed that university course, like I did keep it to myself for a while. Like I don't think I told my mom until this one time when I just like broke down. (laughs) But um, when I did tell her, I think it probably also was because I literally broke down crying. But at that time, especially after that, I realized actually like she doesn't care that much. She like, she just wants what's best for me. Like she, she's not like super pissed that I failed the course. Like, like I thought, I guess that like, I thought she'd be like super disappointed or angry or something, but honestly, like it was fine. And she just, wants me to do well basically like she doesn't care if I get three days you know I don't know yeah I don't know I feel like when I if if I ever have kids and stuff I think I would give my kids pressure just because I think I would expect them to pass and not just pass like I would expect them to do well like I don't think there's any like reason why they wouldn't do well that makes sense it's like I went through school and I did well and I and I'd say, like, I also played a lot of video games and stuff. And, like, obviously, I wasn't top of the class or anything, but I still did well without having to put in, like, a lot of effort in the sense that, like, I didn't study every day and stuff. I would study the day before the test. And like, I'd still do all my work and stuff, but I feel like I'd be upset if my kids didn't do well in school. But I don't know. I think it's also different. Um, at least like I, I don't know about you cause you still did really well in post-secondary, but I found post-secondary school like a lot harder and very different from like high school, like high school I did really well and like, I'm not stupid or anything, but, <laughs> um, like, All right. that's, that's wait, a, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Like I. I'm not saying like I'm the smartest person or anything, but I don't think, wait, this is making sense. Like, I don't think high school was that hard, but also I'm yeah. not stupid. Like, like I'm, like, it's not like I'm stupid, but high school is easy enough that I still did like super well. Like, I think I'm reasonably smart, but high school wasn't that difficult. Whereas like, I struggled a lot more in university and like I do have expectations to like not fail courses you know but so it really hit like it hurt when I failed that one course like in that situation like if you were my parent knowing that like you know I generally do do well in school and I'd failed that course would you still get upset in that case I think I think if I I think like if you if I knew you were trying like truly trying not not just like oh, I'm trying, ha, 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 like, but you're still, like, doing nothing, but, like, if, if you were genuinely giving it a shot, and you, and you failed, then, yeah, that's acceptable, but, but, yeah, I don't, I don't think I would accept that as an excuse all the time, like, oh, I am trying, it's like, well, clearly, you're not trying hard enough, like, I don't know, like, I also, so, today, I went to a friend's house, and her parents, well, her mom, at least, is a teacher, and um, she had this other person over and like they were just talking about how it's so hard to fail kids now in 
in like high school and like elementary school and stuff like that. Cause like it's almost impossible to fail a kid unless they actually do something ridiculously like they're just telling me stories where like they have kids that don't show up to class and stuff, but they still have to pass them just cause like, it, it's just that like you can't fail the kids anymore, but obviously in university you can, right? Mm-hmm. In university it's pretty common to fail, I think like, or at least tend to know that people can fail the course. Yeah. So they're just saying like, it's almost like now our education system is just kind of like coddling the kids, but then when they hit university, they, they lose a lot of confidence because all of a sudden they're not doing well because now they can actually fail. Whereas before it would be kind of like participation. Wow. You made it. You showed up to class. Here's 60%. Like you're going to pass, but in high school, I mean, university is not the same. It's weird though that like, I mean, it wasn't, it was long ago, but it wasn't that long ago when I was in high school, they definitely failed kids. Like the ones who, didn't do their work and didn't show up. Like it makes sense yeah, to fail but, them. But how many people do you know actually failed like grade 12? Not like, obviously I don't think I knew that many, but there's maybe like one or two. I'm, I'm just guessing right from like my entire grade that would have failed grade 12. And I think there's probably a lot more that deserved to fail or like didn't have all they needed, but they just passed them because it's like it's high school, right? You're not gonna stop someone's life. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't know, but at the same time, I think it is. It was true even then, like when I was graduating from high school, that high school is a lot easier and a lot different from university. That it is a huge shock for most people. Mm-hmm. Like even for me, like I did really well in high school. Like my first year wasn't that bad, but obviously it was a far cry from like my straight A's in high Mm -hmm. school I think my first year um definitely like throughout high school I basically got straight A's and then first year I got like some B's I got no I got some like C pluses I think uh like you know it was all across the board and it was just like incredibly different from high school and it was super weird yeah just collecting all the letter grades (laughs) honestly I don't think I have any A pluses. I think I have an A. I have some A's. I have some A minuses. B plus, B, B minus, C plus. How low does it go? <laughs> no, I, I I can't remember what the lowest mark I got an F. <laughs> yeah, like your second lowest. I don't know what my next lowest one is. Like I can't remember if I actually managed a C minus. It's pretty not great. I, at the end of the day, though, right, it's kind of one of those things where it actually didn't matter. You still got your degree. I mean, realistically, yeah. If I don't plan on, like, post, like pursuing more school, like my grades really studies. don't matter. Yeah. But for the people who are, like, you know, law That's school true. or, you know, grad school or whatever, like it does matter, right? Because you still need yeah. the grades to get into those. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's true, but uh, there's no need to put so much pressure on yourself. I really, I really like the the Lion King, Hakuna Matata means no worries. Wait, you know, my ex boyfriend, his dad is a dentist, and his parents wanted him to go into dentistry to take over his dad's practice. But mm-hmm. after the first year of university, his grades were so bad that he realized he couldn't get into dentistry school. <laughs> so that's why he's not a dentist. <laughs> a dentist? Yeah. But I mean, I'd say, I mean, yeah, he's a computer scientist. So yeah, I think that's, I, I'd, I'd argue that's a better job than being a dentist, but I don't know. I've, I've heard dentist suicide rates are like one of the highest, right? It's oh not, yeah, I think I've heard. Yeah, it's that. not like a fun job, I would assume, because people kill themselves a lot. That and psychiatry. I think a lot of psychiatrists also kill themselves. I mean, I do think that the dentist thing is surprising, like in terms of suicide rate. I wonder if that's actually true. I I keep I've heard that before, but I've never actually googled it. I can't remember if he told me that or not. I think I did ask him, like, "Does your dad like his work?" <laughs> and then he was just like. Well, it doesn't matter if he does because it's a little too late for him to change now because his dad's almost retired. <laughs> oh, but um, 
dentists really are suicidal, as has been reported before. Physicians are even more likely to kill themselves, with a suicide rate nearly 100% above average. But yeah, the suicide rate of dentists is more than twice the rate of the general population and almost three times higher than any other white collar workers. Interesting. And it pays really well. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter if you're going to kill yourself. Well, like, just don't kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, a lot of things. There's a lot of time pressures, isolation, apparently. Isolation? From who? What? I don't know, dude. I'm not, I'm not a dentist, so I wouldn't know. Okay, let me see. Um, occupation with most suicide. Men commit suicide at more than three times the regular rate for women. Are you still here? Or are you just like frozen in shock? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, just like not moving at all. But actually, construction has the highest suicide rate. I mean, dentist isn't even in this, unless it's like healthcare support. Well, it said but like yeah, in terms of white collar jobs, farming is yeah. not a white collar job. I don't know, man. Construction and extraction is apparently the highest one. Yeah. Healthcare practitioners and healthcare supports are also pretty high. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. I can't just trust one website, and I don't really want to look at more of them. Now it's not the time to research this, Matthew. <laughs> oh my God, number nine is scientists. <laughs> <laughs> Don't die, Matt. Then pharmacists, farm workers, electricians, real estate apparently, lawyers, financial planners. Oh, dentists is number two and doctors are number one. At the same time though, do these numbers really affect you in any way? Well, I know I'm not going to kill myself. I, at yeah. least I don't think I will. Unless, like, like life takes a huge <laughs> turn. <laughs> yeah. well, let me know if you're feeling suicidal. Uh, I will. We um, could restart the podcast if that happens. Would that help? <laughs> <laughs> if anything, this podcast costs more stress than it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that wouldn't help. Um... Did you want to move on to the next point? I feel like we kind of veered off of the Yeah, I mean, I kind of like it better when we veer off. Okay. Like a well, better conversation anyways. I mean, I also, I think sooner or later we did talk about it, but what's your favorite episode that we've done so far? And I honestly don't know. Like, I think I would actually say making a podcast was our best episode. Okay. I feel like there's a couple of different ways to look at it though. Um, like favorite episode in terms of like, you just think it sounds the best or mm -hmm. the most like favorite in terms of like actually. Well, okay. I, I definitely know my our worst episode, like episode four. What was episode four? Emotions versus logic. We were oh, Yeah, so that was dead. garbage. <laughs> we were so dead talking about it. And we we're just like, yeah, didn't really want to. But yeah, yeah. that's why I said episode five, I think, is our best one. It was because I remember episode five, we actually talked for a while. Because we wanted to stop, right? But then we were like, oh, whatever. Let's just keep going. And then, like, I think episode five was good enough that we're like, okay, let's keep going for a while. That's making a podcast? Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, I don't really know. But uh, do you want to talk about what it means to be a good person? Okay. Um, do you want to start this one? Um, I don't know what it means to be a good person. I feel like this is one thing, you know, how we've talked about how we realize, like, everything's gray. Yeah. I think this is one of those things, right? Like, I don't know what it means to be a good or bad person. Like, you can be a good person who does bad things, and you can also be a bad person who does good things. Like, where is the line, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think, think it's one of those. Sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead. I think it's just one of those things where, yes, I think good people can do bad things, right? But at some stage, if you just continuously do bad things, you're just a bad person. But at the same time, I don't think anyone ever thinks that they're a bad person, right? Like, I like to think I'm a good person, right? And I assume you do too. Because just because 
I think it's hard to live with yourself if you think you're truly not a good person. Okay, but definitely, I think it's hard to categorize. I think it's hard to say specifically, like, where's the line? Like, oh, if you mm-hmm. do one bad thing a day, that makes you a bad person. Yeah. Like, it also depends, like, what is that bad thing, right? There's different levels, but I think generally it's like, if there's a guy who's a serial killer, you're not going to be like, no, nah, he's a good guy, even though, you know, he <laughs> serially murders people. What if he's like Robin Hood or something where he's murdering? Like, what if he's a murderer that kills other murderers? Do you know what I mean? Like, does that make him a good person? Because he's... Ah, you're making it harder. <laughs> no, I think it was one of those things where, um, you know, uh, it's like a saying where if you, if you kill a murderer, the, the number of murderers stays the same. Because like now you're a murderer, but then like the counterpoint is like not if you keep murdering other murderers, <laughs> then there's less murders in the world because you're just killing them off. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, well then I don't know if there is a hard thing that everyone could agree that absolutely this is a bad person. Yeah, I I think obviously with everything has you have to consider the circumstances but yeah i'd say most of the times murder is probably not (laughs) like a good thing to do but yeah i mean i guess it's one of those weird things too right but obviously murder is bad but uh people who go to war right like soldiers that like rack up a lot of kills are considered heroes so it's like like where do you draw the line like between a hero because you're at the end of the day you just killed someone else right who who has a family who has dreams aspirations so it's like it is true though like yeah people don't consider like you wouldn't say just because like that person killed people that they're a bad person yeah and i guess yeah at least in a war right like the other person's trying to kill you too so i guess that makes it more like fair game whereas like i'd say most serial murders you probably don't realize you're about to get murdered until they actually start stabbing you or something so it's like not fair if that makes sense um yeah i don't know man that makes it so tough because it's weird i can't put a like criteria on it there's no defining point or anything that makes a person good or bad but i do feel like i can tell or like i can at least feel whether a person is good or bad like for sure I don't think you're a bad person like I don't think I would want someone in my life if I thought they were a bad person right and when I think about my first boyfriend I do think he's a bad person in hindsight obviously not at the time but like he cheated on me and he was super manipulative and like he was very full of lies (laughs) and I think to that end just like when you are someone who like manipulates people uses people um is lying to them constantly making them question their own freaking sanity like i don't think you can consider someone like that a good person like i definitely don't and so i want nothing to do with someone like that you know yeah i think that makes sense right obviously i want to surround myself with people that are at least i think are good and people that i can trust and generally, I don't think I would trust someone if I think they're not a good person. Like, obviously, I don't think I'm... I, I always try to think about the person I want to be and, like, what steps I have to take to get to that point. And in terms of being good, I'm just not, like, being nice. Is, I, it's just... Yeah, it's very hard to define, like, certain actions to become a good person. But... The person I want to be is obviously someone who is trustworthy, who's kind of responsible, has control over their emotions. And like those things are what I think of as a good person, if that makes sense, or like certain attributes of a good person. But yeah, I don't know, man. I I don't know if anyone can ever truly be good and if, if it actually even exists. Like, I don't think anyone can actually just genuinely be good but I don't know I think you can be good but it's impossible for you to be good 100% of the time and 
like a hundred percent good. I think even the best person will still make mistakes and do some bad things. Yeah. And also it's like, just like, there's so many opinions that even if I do something good for you, that might not be someone else might not think that was a good action. So it's like, you can't ever make everyone happy. So like no matter what, you're going to be bad in someone's eyes. Like everything's great. It's kind of like, I feel like I can think of an example for that. Like how we're talking about uh, breaking someone's trust, Mm -hmm. you know, like if, you know, you broke my trust to tell someone that like a secret I told you that because you thought they would benefit from it. Like in your eyes, you're doing good because you're helping that other person, but you know, other people might not see it that way. (laughs) You might think that was a bad choice, but same time, who cares what Katie thinks? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think the general societal expectation is that, like, okay, do you think people are inherently good or bad? Or, like, that people are generally good or bad? Like, if you ask me this, a couple, like, maybe, like, a year ago, I'll tell you that I think everyone's inherently good. I for a while I did think that like obviously I think people can do shitty things or bad things but I always like to think well because I don't think you could actually live with yourself if if you truly thought you were a bad person do you know what I mean I think even criminals and stuff that are like stealing food or like even uh, even if I don't know if like murderers think that they're good but I think everyone has to have a motive or like a reason why they did it and they think that that reason is valid so in that sense, I, I used to think that everyone was good, but I just generally think, because even let's let's bring it all the way to like anti-vaxxers, like flat earthers, like <laughs> anti-mask people. Like I think they think they're doing a good thing. Do you know what I mean? I, like flat earthers don't believe, like believe that the earth is flat and they're trying to tell people because they truly believe that's the, the truth and they're trying to educate people about it, right? Like they're not bad people. They're just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> No, like, like, does that make sense? Sort of. Like, I don't think, I just don't think you could live with yourself if you thought you were, if you weren't a good person. I think at, intrinsically, everyone has to think that they are, they are right and they are doing the right thing or else you wouldn't want to live. But then there is like a difference between thinking you are good and actually being good. Yeah. Right? Definitely. Yeah, I just think that no matter what, people, I don't know, like, what, what do you think? Like, do you think people are inherently good? I feel like I haven't really thought about this exactly before, to be honest. Um, when you think of inherently good, um, are you saying, like, you think that everyone who's born on this planet, deep down, they are good, but, like, you know. Yeah, let's say like you're born good, but then it's this it's the environment that shapes you to be who you are. Right? Cuz it it, it, I guess it goes to the the argument of like nature versus nurture. Like are you born good or are you taught to be good kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And obviously I think the the right answer is it's kind of a mix of both. Like it's but yeah, cuz I like to think inherently I think I'm a good person. Right? But was that because of the way I was raised? Probably, right? I think certain values are instilled to us when we're born. And like, yeah. there's certain things that I think are right and think are wrong. And that kind of shapes who I am today. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm honestly not too sure. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's really hard to say. I don't know if I can say whether or not I think that we're all inherently like born good and that we either become good or bad through just like how we're raised and stuff I do think for sure that like how like our environments have a major impact on like how we turn out and you know our values etc that make us good or bad I don't know it's really hard to say yeah I mean sometimes like I I like to think we are very fortunate like no matter what like I think for both of us I'd say like obviously I don't think like our situations are the perfect one but i don't think a perfect situation exists but i think like 
honestly. I think we were both raised pretty well, I would say. Like there wasn't truly too many issues. At least on my end, I can say there weren't too many issues when I was growing up. I think things were much better when I was younger. I don't know. I think more people, I mean, for one, more problems have developed in like my family as I got older, but also maybe as I've gotten older and become an adult, maybe I've also realized that there are more problems than I knew about when I was young. I mean, I think we can both agree. I think my family has more issues than yours does. But I think regardless of that, that in our families, like we were raised well in terms of like we have good values and stuff like that that we learned from like our parents and our just like living from school and our friends and stuff i think that wraps up our episode um i was gonna say (laughs) it's just like yeah i mean do you want to do like a quick rundown of what you did today and stuff and then oh yeah sure or like this week this week okay i can't think that far back (laughs) because i it's weird because like every day is a little bit different it's not exactly all the same on every day this past week like some days have been a little bit different i've done different things but it's still hard for me to remember like wait i don't know what happened what day and stuff it's really weird like i have a hard time remembering like what the heck did i do yesterday you know um but i mean just just say what you did today then (laughs) if you really can't remember okay doctors again oh wait yeah i went to the chinese doctor yesterday um speaking of which i can literally smell my mom boiling chinese medicine right now i don't know if it's helping or doing anything to be honest yeah i mean i feel like it's because a lot of their things is about like helping your body recover and stuff so it's yeah, I'll be honest, when I was a kid and I drank Chinese medicine, I never felt like instantly better. Or I don't like I never even knew if Chinese medicine worked because I'd always recover like I'd if I got sick, I'd recover in like one or two weeks. If I got sick and I took Chinese medicine, I'd still recover in like one or two weeks. So it really didn't make a difference for me. Like I didn't know if it was actually helping. But I mean, knows? like for me, I don't even know what the medicine's supposed to be treating like he told me like i have heat in my heart and i'm like what does that even mean like what symptoms am i supposed to be seeing like cured (laughs) i I don't know (laughs) if it's doing anything like hopefully i'm getting bad sleep um i mean although tomorrow might also after tomorrow happens i might also get better sleep because i have less anxiety oh wait i don't think i finished my story earlier Which story, Katie? (laughs) (laughs) About how after seeing the Chinese doctor that my, oh no, maybe I did, that my mom said that, oh, I have some anxiety or worry and like that's bothering me, that's causing this disruption in my sleep and it's an endless cycle that as soon as she said that, the first thing that came to mind is the thing tomorrow. (laughs) It's been a major source of worry and anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Think tomorrow. At least you'll know tomorrow. Yeah. Send me a text. Just send me like a smiley face or a frowny face. Yeah. I don't know. It's the the first time I'm hanging out with my freaking ex boyfriend since we broke up, like one on one. I don't think last time really counts. (laughs) Yeah. But um I don't know how it'll go. Um and then today woke up at 9.30, went to a hair consultation to figure out stuff to do to my hair. And then I actually went home for lunch and then went back at 1.30 and spent, what, four hours there from 1.30 to like 5.30 getting my um, hair sort of lifted back up to the roots, like the dye a little bit, blended, and then a haircut. My hair just feels I'm just so happy that I got a haircut. <laughs> I don't wish you did it before and after, but I guess I can look at like the old like Zoom videos. But oh. now that I like see your hair, like I, it just looks like not like I mean like, it looks natural now. Like I don't remember what your hair used to look like. 
Yeah, it's also not like a drastic change. So like I honestly wouldn't have been surprised if you didn't notice at all. But like if anything, I think I noticed because you're not wearing like pajamas and you're also not wearing glasses. But yeah, I, I think that helped me notice that your hair is definitely also different just because it is your hair normally wavy like that? No, it's also Yeah, that's up. why. That's why it, lo- it definitely looks different than normal. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think cuz in terms of color it's not all that different from what I had before. It's just they lifted up the roots, which you can't super tell on camera anyways. The quality's not that good. And usually <laughs> when we talk the camera cuts off the bottom half anyway, so you couldn't have seen yeah, how long really it was before. <laughs> yeah. It is shorter, but anyway, um, it feels much nicer now. It's not so dead at the end. I had a lot of split ends before, yeah. which they were so bad. Like, if you picked a hair with a split end and you just pulled, like, it would just break off. Yeah. No, I um, can't say I've ever had split ends. <laughs> have such beautiful <laughs> And then, yeah, the other thing was just went to see my best friend for a bit today. She made me a cake and yeah, I hung out and caught up with her a little bit. And then here we are, Matthew. That was my day. Do you want to give your update? I don't really. Oh, I don't, wait, actually. And I started applying for jobs. Oh, yes. The last couple of days and I finally finished my resume. The other day I had to reach out to my friend because we took a course together in like a computer science course and I need to know like oh like what languages and stuff did we use because I couldn't remember and then he was like like I told him like yeah I just need to know because I'm doing my resume and he was like wait a second didn't you say you were gonna do your resume like months ago when I was talking to you and I was like yeah (laughs) (laughs) at least you're getting to it now don't worry Katie I I see the effort that's gone through but yeah I'm, I'm making just, progress. I, I'm going to stop applauding you, though, because she stopped working out, and I feel like it's I didn't I give- stop. I just haven't been as consistent. Yeah. I worked out today as much I'm as seeing, I didn't want to. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. me. Um, why don't you, Matthew, give your life update? <laughs> well, um, this week we didn't have group meetings, so that was nice. I really like so we can have group meetings every two weeks or like individual meetings so i meet up with my prof but i really have gotten nothing done these past two weeks i mean everything that i've tried didn't really work so i've been trying to remake some of the compounds mm-hmm. and those i haven't been able to remake them which is really frustrating yeah so i'm hoping in the next three four days i'll have enough results to present to him on friday but I also have to have been TAing a lot and it's such a pain because I don't even, yeah, it's like online TAing and stuff and it's just awful. But today was pretty fun. Um, went out with uh, like a lab mate and we just volunteered for this rib fest thing where we just kind of got ribs, delivered them to houses. We only delivered to two houses and it took us like three and a half hours. So yeah, it was just a lot of waiting around. Then we just had dinner. Yeah, it was pretty nice. Pretty nice day overall. And you've been and playing league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I started playing quite a bit of league this week too. It was funny because maybe like two weeks ago, I also had like a, a day where I played a lot and my wrists actually hurt. I don't know if you ever knew this, but like pro gamers or like people who play a lot of video games, your wrists actually, like wrist injuries are a, a huge thing. Just because you're always Are moving. Are you kidding it. me? Because you always move your wrist back and forth, like to move the mouse, right? But like, you're generally supposed to use your arm. But obviously, like a lot of people just use the wrist because that's a lot faster. But yeah, literally, my wrist hurt after, and I was like, "Oh man, I'm getting old." That's a that's a shocker to me, and I I'm in awe, but in a like, my God, you can get wrist injuries from being a gamer. <laughs> no, it's actually, I don't know. Like, there's one really famous, like, League of Legends player. And he, I think he's, like, I think he's, like, my age. He literally has diabetes because of, like, inactivity of, like, not moving enough and stuff. And also, because he's been playing since he was, like, 16 or something, his, his wrist is actually, like, effed to, like, no tomorrow. Like, 
he actually retired at like 23 or something because he just couldn't do it anymore like he was actually like like his body couldn't do it anymore it was just he was killing himself pretty much playing that game yeah i actually think that's very sad to be honest (laughs) yeah it's i think it's because one of those things where obviously like esports and stuff aren't taken as seriously as like traditional sports but you're really playing the same game for like 12 hours a day and like no matter what that takes a toll on you and honestly i don't get how anyone can play the same game for that long like for like eight years you're just playing the same game and like yeah it changes and it updates but but i'd be so bored like out of my mind just trying to play the same game i don't know how you would do it but yeah i don't know i can't relate i don't play games at all (laughs) except like i used to have a ds when i was a kid (laughs) played some diamond yeah that lasted for like two three days and then i was like nah i'm done with it (laughs) so i guess you didn't beat it (laughs) no i didn't i've never beat it because i just i always just get bored and i can never get myself to finish i'd say the zelda one on the ds wasn't that great i think i beat it but it wasn't as fun as say like on the wii like twilight princess that was probably my favorite and actually, that's the only Zelda game, really, besides the DS one that I played. That one was really fun. I mean, the other thing was that I think I got stuck and I had to look up a walkthrough. And then I was like, yeah, I don't really want to do this anymore. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, there's certain things where, especially if you want to collect everything, generally, like, you have, well, you don't think you have to. There's no way you would find them all, like, yeah. within a reasonable amount of time, like, by yourself without looking up a walkthrough. Yeah. I'd say in Twilight Princess, I remember there's these golden bugs that you can catch. And yeah, we definitely just search up the walkthrough because they're just randomly around the world. It's like, I'm never going to find all these stupid little golden bugs. But yeah. Well, how. Like, what's the purpose of them? Just to collect them, or do they do something? I think once you collect enough of them, you, your 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 bag of rupees, you can hold more coins. Oh. And like, you needed to to like buy certain things because you just didn't. You wouldn't ever be able to hold enough money to buy certain items. But. Okay, I see. Um, yeah, and I guess the other thing is just that uh, you got the. A free food delivery box. <laughs> oh, yes. We were both trying that now, but I mean, I already got my... Um, delivery? I, mean, I don't know if we should say their name, but like, yeah, we just got delivery food. Not cooked- sponsored. <laughs> yeah. So it was just like, um, got like a hamburger thing. So like, so, sorry, they'll send you a box and in the box is groceries and stuff and also a recipe to cook whatever you chose so i chose three recipes one was a hamburger one's like a chicken thing and the other one's a salad but yeah i've only made the hamburger so far but tomorrow i'll make the chicken or maybe even tomorrow afternoon i'll make the chicken i don't know wait if yours is three recipes for two people does that mean you have enough for like six meals like two of each oh wow yeah you chose the one for two for four people right so that's eight meals technically well, I'm not eating them all by myself. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that's why I chose my meal because I didn't want to eat the same thing four times. Oh, te- so technically you would have gotten more meals Yeah. the other one, but it's just that less variety. Yeah, and I'm happy. I'm fine with it. I just wanted to test it out anyways. And it's kind of nice. It, it is pretty easy to follow the recipe. That's what I found. I mean, it, on the recipe thing, it said it would take about 30 minutes and... It really did take me about 30 minutes to prep everything and cook everything. Because yeah. they, they, they have all the spices already made. And yeah, it was just pretty easy. I mean, I think it took longer just because I didn't have a big enough pan to cook everything at the same time. But mm. yeah, definitely, definitely Keep pretty Keep in fun. mind just to make things less salty next time. <laughs> yeah, that, it was actually pretty salty. And honestly, I don't think I... So I it was a pork burger, but... I don't think I cooked the pork all the way through because it's definitely still a bit red on the inside, but I just ate it anyways and I'm still fine. I don't think you can get sick by pork. I don't think. Isn't pork one of those ones that you're supposed to cook through though? Yeah, but I don't think there's actually a reason for it. Like I know for chicken you can get salmonella, but I don't know what you can get from pork. Might be E. coli, but yeah. 
don't know. Uh, I'm fine, and it's been like four or five days, so I assume. I mean, at this point, you're probably fine. But, you know, I heard the – when I was at my hair appointment today, there was a lady next to me who was getting her hair washed, and she was saying, so, you know, the the lakes out here, like White Pine, like that area, apparently it was – today was like really hot. It was like 30 degrees, super sunny. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this lady was saying all those parks were full by 8.30 this morning. And apparently, also, she was saying um, the lake there is, like, there's E. coli in it now or something. And she, I don't know if I heard this right. She was saying, like, I guess people don't trust or want to use the public bathroom, so they just pee in the lake. <laughs> So I don't know if that even causes E. coli, but yeah, I don't know how true that is. But anyway, that's what yeah, I was Yeah, but I mean, say. there's always like E. coli. There, you already have E. coli in your gut and stuff. It's just certain strains of it are dangerous. Like it's not like every strain of E. coli is going to kill you. Oh. Like I'm pretty sure we have E. coli in our guts. Like it's like, but that's like normal one. It's just certain strains are more deadly. Oh, wait. And... The other day, I was walking my dog. I didn't tell you this, but mm. Max, he... That's her he dog. Sees, yes. When he sees <laughs> other dogs, he tends to, like, freak out and go, like, barking and charging at them. So mm. I stood in his way because I thought, maybe if I, like, block his way and he doesn't see the dog... Did he just he bite you? Do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, unintentionally, because I think he still saw the dog, so he went to bark but i was standing there and so he ended up biting me and drawing blood oh my gosh (laughs) it still really hurts actually did you do you need to get a shot for that no right like i don't because i assume max has all his shots yeah he has his like rabies shots and stuff so i don't think i need it but it still really hurts like it hurts so much when he bit like it actually freaking drew blood and i can just imagine you screaming and the other dog owners just like what the heck's wrong with this girl yeah Yeah. so yeah that's that's you know that's yeah let's um yeah that mm -hmm. (laughs) wow that was a great sentence there i'm gonna keep that one in (laughs) (laughs) anyway i guess that's uh everything right yeah i think that wraps it up it's a good episode we talked about longer than i expected (laughs) yeah no I mean, we're generally actually running out of ideas. So if we can just talk and chill, like, I think that's pretty good. So I got four episodes to go after this. So 10, 11, 12, 13. So see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. I guess we will. Anyway. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>